the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hour number two of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. 94.5 Dayton, 98.9 Columbus. Our number, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. You can hit me with an email, Bruce at SalemMedia.com, Bruce at SalemMedia.com. Uh, the Deshaun Watson case in Cleveland is interesting. The Browns signed the quarterback. Actually, they traded for him. They signed him to a five-year, was it $230 million deal? I think it was $46 million a year. Fully guaranteed. He'll get paid $46 million a year this year if he doesn't play a down for the Cleveland Browns. And it appears he won't. Now, this is where the sports world is different from the real world. The Browns have a quarterback who they drafted number one overall four years ago. His name is Baker Mayfield. And Baker Mayfield is mad that the Browns traded for Deshaun Watson, assigned Deshaun Watson. And so Baker Mayfield says he's not going to play quarterback for the Cleveland Browns anymore. Now, he's under contract to play for the Browns for $18.5 million this year. And there are a couple teams in the NFL that would be interested in Baker Mayfield if he would get cut so that they wouldn't have to pay him $18.5 million. They'd like to pay him on the cheap, which I don't blame them. But, like, this is funny to me that in sports you have a guy who's getting paid $18.5 million by a team. He's under contract. Now that team needs him to play because the quarterback they thought could play is apparently going to be suspended. And he's just not going to report for work. And nobody's going to make him report for work. I mean, like, how many of us in your life? I saw a stat today. What was it? Between the ages of 24 and 57, most people have an average of 12 jobs. That seems high to me. I didn't count mine up. But anyway, in that in that period of your life, how many of us have ever had a boss that we felt like disrespected us? That's Baker Mayfield's beef. The Browns disrespected me by trading for another quarterback. Have you ever had a boss that you felt disrespected you? Didn't think you were the best employee? Um, I'm guessing yes. Did you have to go to work? I'm guessing yes. Could you sit at home and get paid $18.5 million? Or or just whatever your contract called for you to get paid? I'm guessing no. So the whole sports world thing does not work like the real world. And I'm just watching this from afar, like, amused by the fact that the dude is under contract and they're, he could start for an NFL team. There are only 32 jobs like that in the world. Oh, by the way, he's in the last year of his contract. He's going to be a free agent next year. What's the best thing to do as a free agent? Prove you're good. How do you do that? By playing. Not by sitting out and pouting because you got disrespected. Wah! Baker Mayfield. 
And I send the same sympathies out to the 100, you heard me, 100 students from Ohio State who showed up at the State House yesterday to protest for abortion rights. Wow, we're less than a week since Roe versus Wade was overturned. And we got a whole hundred students out from Ohio State to protest. Lack of abortion access in the state of Ohio. A hundred. Whoop-dee-doo. This makes me doubt whether abortion will be the transformative issue in the midterm elections that Democrats are telling me it will be. A hundred students? A hundred students. Presumably they're, I mean, if you listen to Kamala Harris, who, by the way, is the daughter of a woman and the granddaughter of a woman, uh, she said so herself. This dramatically impacts young people. They can't sleep around like monkeys and take care of their unwanted pregnancies by murdering the child anymore. Remember the good old days, according to Kamala Harris? Uh, But they got a hundred of them out to protest yesterday. And and the protests were well, delicious to hear. Eliana Palermo, 20, an Ohio State student, said, for someone who's been taking birth control since I was 16 years old, I wondered what's coming next. Eliana, do you know what I wondered? As the father of an 18-year-old daughter and a 16-year-old daughter? What is wrong with you that you're taking birth control at age 16 when you are not emotionally capable of being sexually active? That's what I thought. We're all entitled to our first thoughts. You have yours, I have mine. Laura Primer, an OSU student from Minnesota, where abortion remains legal, says she is considering changing her voter registration to Ohio so she can vote for pro-abortion politicians. Let's dissect that a second, shall we? Laura? Maybe it's Lara. Have you looked at the representation of the state of Ohio in the General Assembly? I presume if you were an OSU student, you'd probably want to relocate to Columbus, Ohio, where you will be voting for nothing but Democrats who have the honor of representing Central Ohio in the Ohio State House. So you will be adding one more vote to a vote total that does not need your vote to win. Do it if you want to. Or, or Lara, you can move to rural Ohio. That's an option. Relocate in a small town and attempt to sway the belief system of church-going people who know that that is a baby in the womb. And perhaps if you work really, really hard, you might convince two or three or ten of them to come around to your side of the issue, which will make absolutely no consequential difference at all in the Republican that they will decidedly return to the Ohio State House for the entire term of your life. So, have at it, Laura. Move here and lend your contributions to the Ohio electoral situation. And then there was Alicia Nye. Uh, age 20, of Lancaster. She was not a student, but she wanted to demonstrate anyway. Hello, are you working, Alicia? Maybe you work nights, okay. I'll give you that. She said, 
the way things are going, the things you hear people saying about taking away gay rights and stuff like that, which, by the way, who are you hearing saying that? Are you hearing any Republicans saying that? No. Who are you hearing saying that? You are hearing Democrats saying that, and they are lying to you, Alicia. Be more discerning in what you hear and believe, because no Republican politician, bring them to me, please, is advocating for the rescinding of gay rights. But I know your Democratic cohorts are telling you that. And again, when people lie to you, why do they lie to you? They lie to you because they don't have the truth on their side. She says, I just don't want to be here anymore in Ohio. I don't even want to be in this country. I want to get out before it gets worse. It's terrifying. Okay, well, maybe you... I mean, if you really want to move to a place where they have more liberal abortion access than the United States of America, I got two places you can go. Alicia Nye of Lancaster, North Korea, and China. They'll they'll take care of your pregnancies without a question. You'll have all the reproductive health you want uh, in North Korea and China. And then get back to me on how that's uh, gone for you. I'm not surprised at these foolish infantile viewpoints because they come from impressionable people with no wisdom who are being lied to by the people who they support and follow. And so these arguments will continue. They will be inane. They will be ridiculous. They will be logic-free, as is the contention that abortion is going to be a big vote getter for Democrats in the fall. Who decides the laws in our country? House of Representatives and the Senate, right? House of Representatives, ship has sailed, left the harbor, Republicans are taking over the House. Democrats have theoretically a shot at strengthening their tenuous control of the Senate, which is 50-50, but the daughter of a woman and granddaughter of a woman vice president that we have can break the ties. So the Senate races that are up for grabs, are they in states where the lack of abortion access is going to be a a good thing for those who are running on the Democratic side of the ticket? Places like Pennsylvania, places like, hmm... Well, let's let's uh, let's give this some time, and let's take some good hard looks at races in Nevada and Pennsylvania. I said New Hampshire, North Carolina, Ohio. Let's take a look at that and analyze it, which we will do straight ahead on the Bruce Woolley Show. So the ACLU, American Civil Liberties Union, has filed a lawsuit in the state of Ohio trying to stop the state of Ohio from enforcing a law that it had in place that had an injunction blocking it. But then 
Roe versus Wade was overturned. The heartbeat bill in Ohio went into effect after Dave Yost, the attorney general, asked a federal judge on Friday night to rescind the injunction. Federal judge did so. But now the ACLU is this morning filing a motion with the Ohio Supreme Court to stop it. I don't know how that's going to work, although it makes me nervous because Maureen O'Connor, is she over her mad yet that she's being made to retire? Uh, did she cause enough havoc with the legislative maps in her uh, petulant temper tantrum? Or will she decide to flip and penalize uh, babies who would otherwise live uh, by allowing them to be killed? I don't know. But we'll keep you abreast of whether there's a ruling on that or not. But it does bring up the issue that Democrats are counting on, <laughs> and I laugh because they have to count on the overturn of Roe versus Wade to help them in the midterm elections, because what else could they count on? I mean, what else could they count on? They can't count on the economy. They can't count on gas prices. They can't count on inflation. They can't count on our standing on the international stage. They can't count on the southern border. They can't count on anything, unless you're, unless you're you know, pro-frying Migrants to death in the back of a tractor trailer, unless you're pro having uh, U.S. service people blown up at a gate at the Kabul airport with a feckless withdrawal from Afghanistan. If you're for that, well, then, you know, okay, I'm not for that. But the problem the Democrats have is that elections are segmented. Right, We have a Senate in Washington with 100 members, two from each state. And I don't get to vote, nor do you, as a citizen of the state of Ohio, in the Pennsylvania Senate race. Only the Pennsylvania people do. So Pennsylvania values are what will decide the Pennsylvania Senate race when you have Mehmet Oz who is going to take a pro-life position. And when you have John Fetterman, if he can even get out of his hospital bed, who has announced his support, not just for abortion, but for what he calls ruthless abortion. Yeah, it is nice the mask is coming off these ghouls. And they're having to own how not just how much they favor killing babies, but how much they enjoy killing babies. So... He has endorsed the policy that the Republicans in the Senate voted for a couple of weeks ago, which would get a a load of the things that this attempt by Democrats to put abortion access into law, get a load of what that bill would have allowed for. This is a bill that Fetterman supports. This is a bill that the uh, sitting senator in Nevada... Catherine Cortez Masto voted for, so she supports it. I don't think this is at all in line with the values of Nevada. I don't think it's in line with the values of Pennsylvania. I don't think it's in line with the values in North Carolina, where one of the candidates has made, the Democratic candidate, of course, has made abortion her number one thing. And the Republican, you know what his number one thing is? Uh, The economy. Mm. So here's what the bill that the Democrats unanimously voted for, would have done. It would have forbidden, forbidden state-level protections for babies with Down syndrome or other disabilities. 
You could just, oh, I got a kid. The test came back. They might have Down syndrome. Oh, get rid of that kid. Right now, there's some state protections for that in the state of Ohio. And in other states, those would have been gone. In another, it would have been gone. That is eugenics. That is barbaric. Another thing it would have done, overturned, overturned, informed consent laws. Shouldn't surprise you, those laws have been upheld by the Supreme Court. You're a parent, your kid is pregnant, she wants to get an abortion, you're required to be told if she's a minor. Mm, no, not anymore. Not if this law had gone through. It would have prohibited, because a lot of states have cut into abortion access by saying you can't do abortion if the baby can feel pain. That's why late-term abortion is particularly barbaric, where the baby can feel pain and they take a needle and they stick the needle in the head. It's just, it's, it's so gruesome, I feel dirty telling you about it. But that is probably the number one success of the pro-abortion movement over the last 50 years, is they have hidden the ball on exactly how abortions are done. You really have to be gripped by evil to see how an abortion is done, and it's many different forms, assorted different forms, and not be completely repulsed by it. But they have hidden that. But it would have prohibited states from blocking abortions when the child can feel pain. Well, these are not mainstream positions in the United States of America. Seven out of ten Americans, according to a Fox poll, oppose aborting children because they have Down syndrome. Oppose it. So you have Senate races in North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Ohio. Tim Ryan, he's, he's all in on these barbaric abortion allowances. New Hampshire. Did I say Nevada? Nevada, New Hampshire, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania. Five places. I don't think the Democrats are going to win any of those. I don't think they're going to win a single one. And I think the Republicans are going to pick up two, three seats maybe in the Senate, maybe more. And they're going to have control of the House, and they're going to have control of the Senate. And that is going to effectively end the presidency of Joe Biden because he won't be able to get a single thing done. Not that he's gotten anything done worth getting done in his year and a half plus in office. But a measure of his ineptitude is how often he whines about being unable to get things done when his party controls both sides of Congress. And he can't get anything done. Unless it's by executive order, which he will try to do that, I know. And respect for the law will be minimal. I mean, when they're talking about using taxpayer money to pay for people to leave a state where abortion is not allowed and go to a state where it is allowed, it's very clear they don't have any respect, no respect at all, for the rule of law. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.